uh, growing up, you were a young boy. I was a young boy. Um, do you remember your friends trying to emulate Jackass at all? Even in the most minute, like, small ways. Like, um, just like, oh, man, let's jump off this garage. Like, nothing crazy. Or like, oh, like, let's fuck around with shopping carts in the parking lot. Nothing crazy, but just that little thing where, like, nobody's saying it, but, like, you know where you saw that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You got any uh, stories? Was everything any crazy? No, nothing really. Just in my, my brief skateboarding days. We just do. Just punk kid shit. Just, yeah? Just hurt ourselves and destroy property and stuff like that yeah nothing too nothing nothing really that like pops out no No? i mean like yeah there was definitely a lot of shopping carts i mean that's the big thing if a shopping cart was involved you were doing jackass yeah i never really gotten one yeah yeah well you're still young we could do it at some point (laughs) i did know a little kid who i thought liked bam too much yeah, if you if you wore a him or a bam shirt, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of you. Well, he was a young guy, single mother. It seemed like I mean I spent the night at his house and and there was only the mom, so I'm assuming single mother. Uh, yet she had a decent amount of money. It seemed like anything that he wanted, it seemed like he had. You know, like he had all those kinds of world industry stuff and stickers everywhere, like a mm-hmm. very small. Like, well, I don't know what you'd call it, like a half pipe or a quarter pipe or whatever. It was a little baby one, but he still had it in the driveway. You know what I'm saying? You know, they had a pool, they had a trampoline, all that kind of stuff. He was always wearing skatewear, which is not cheap. I remember the, what was it, CSS or CCS magazines? Yeah. The catalog you could order out of. And, uh, yeah, just generally uh, not judging, not being mean, but objectively just kind of a brat, you know, very BAM-like. Yeah. Um, Always wearing, like, that beanie with the... The lip, you know what I'm saying? Oh, just the worst. Yeah. Uh, spent the night at his house one time. We stayed up pretty late playing video games and the like. Probably skateboarding video video games. Uh, pissed his couch. You or him? I pissed his couch, Hell definitely. Yeah. yeah, That's so punk rock. Uh, and then I remember at school, eh, maybe it was the next day, maybe it was whenever I saw him next. I remember being like, oh, okay, I had so much fun. You know, whatever. Spending the night, like, we should do it again. And he was just like, why? So you can piss on my couch again, like, in front of everybody? <laughs> And I was so bummed about it. I remember telling my mom, and my mom told his mom, and he got in trouble and stuff, and he had to apologize to me. But hey, good on him for actually apologizing. Because like I said. That's the meanest thing I've ever heard someone say to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, that, that hurt you, hearing it? Yeah, yeah, I feel very bad for you. You were yeah. like, hey, I like to be in friends. And he's like, yeah. you pissed on my couch in front of everybody. Like, to that honest, was enough... Things weren't the same after that. I don't think we ever really talked again. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. I had a friend. I won't name names. But as a kid, spent the night pissed everywhere. I didn't tell nobody. Actually, I probably told. I probably told some people, <laughs> but I didn't do it like that in front of everybody. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. If I have, I'm sorry. Uh, I pissed the bed almost every night until I was like mm, 16. Cool. No, nah, probably like 14. But. uh yeah, one time I my family lived in Virginia. My parents got a divorce. My mom stayed in Virginia. And then there was a time where it was like, okay, let's go back to Michigan, where I was from. The night before, there was this kid that my mother made me and my brother be friends with, even though he was younger than both me and my younger brother. So substantially younger than me, decently younger than my younger brother. Um, we stayed up. We were watching Slipknot music videos and stuff, because that's what oh, he was into. fuck yeah. <laughs> I was okay on the Slipknot, but he loved the Slipknot. Oh, yeah. We played video games and shit like that, and then bedtime came, and I remember him 
Uh, and to be honest, his mom was right. He needed friends bad. Because there was a point in the night where it was like, all right, time to go to bed. And he was like, oh, you should sleep in my bed. And I was like, no, it's your bed. He's like, no, don't worry about it. I'll sleep on the couch. And I was like, no, it's it's okay. Let me sleep on the couch. And he was like, come on, let me sleep in your bed. And I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was so adamant about it. And I just remember going to bed like, fuck, I have pissed all the piss I can possibly piss. And I know somewhere deep in my balls is a secret <laughs> reservoir of more piss. And sure enough, when I woke up, oh, did I piss that bed. And you know what I did? What'd you do? I made that bed and I left the state. Hell yeah, you I did. left the Hell state. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> Didn't tell a soul. Oh, God, that's oh, so good. I kept and that I zipped up. Yeah, and then I bought Forever by Drake and Lil Wayne and all them on the iPod, and that's like the only song I had on my iPod, and I just listened to that the whole ride home. Wonderful. Yeah. Did you know anybody who behaved like Bam? Do you remember like a kid? Do you have like any stories? Or yes, just, uh, yeah? you jogged some memories. Um, to be honest, we can bleep his name. Kind of gives me Bam Kid vibes. No, uh, well. Do you get what I mean, though? Yes, bleep yeah. the name again. When I was hanging out with. Yeah. And skating, his friends were the Bam Kids. Uh, hung out with the Bam Kids. So it was like cultural osmosis. Yes, and that's who my story is about. Uh, Are, his kids. friends. Yes. Yeah. Um. There was one. Won't say his name. Don't even want to believe it. Um. We were like, God, like fourteen, fifteen at the time. And this kid started coming around. He was friends with. Uh, that other kid for like years like they'd known each other but I'd never met him before and he came to skate with us he had this cool black hair that was like down to the side but like very clearly like straightened so it was nice and sharp yeah it just I looked, bet it had a sheen to it too yeah and it was just like it was like how you wanted your hair to look like you saw pictures of kids on MySpace and you're like yeah. that's what I want my hair to look mm -hmm. like and then your parents are like no you ever go back and look at those pictures of the kids you wanted to look like yeah and you're like what was I seeing no, I go, ah, oh, I wish I looked like that now. I'm just right. no, um, <laughs> Like snake bites. I want a snake bite so oh, bad. Oh, I want a snake bite so bad, Chris. So glad I don't 14, 15-year-old Nick? Oh, that's all he wanted. <laughs> but anyway, this kid had that cool hair, and I'm not shitting you, I'm pretty sure snake bites. Oh, um, yeah. I knew kids who were, like, in high school that had them, and I was like, who let you? Yeah. And where, I was like, this guy's got to be 17, 18 years old. He's got this. He's got this big old jaw. He's... Clearly much older than us. I'm very scared. Turns out, 12. Like, just looked way older than us. You just jogged my memory. I remember being in, like, the fourth or fifth grade and the, 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 the elementary school that I went to. After school or whatever, maybe it was, like, latch gear. Maybe it was even lunchtime. I can't remember, but I just remember playing in the playground. It had to be lunch, and every day there were two goth girls from either middle school or high school who would just sit by the trash, mm -hmm. the garbage, and we would go, like, crowd around them and talk to the goth girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they were way older. That's what reminded me. And the, the yeah. snake bites and the hair and stuff. But, yeah, don't remember ever having really conversations with them. I just remember them and their big old rave pants and red hair and stuff and just talking. Oh, yeah, around that age, nothing Nothing Nick loved more than older uh, older goth girls. <laughs> oh. But, anyways, your snake bite man. Uh, snake bite man, he might have just had one now that I think about it. Not important. Um, just, uh, an insane man. Uh, I'm pretty sure his dad, like, was like a hard drug dealer. Mm. Like, not like, was really a drug dealer, like, dealt the hard drugs. Yeah. Um, and I think his mom was using and stuff like that. And, uh, 
it was just a bunch of just insane shit like hey like i dare you like well let's all climb on top of this building and just dumb shit like that or push each other on in shopping carts and then i remember like one day i was riding around on my bike with friend who we're not gonna name yeah and this snake bite kid I just we just hear a screeching and from around the corner this 12 year old snake bite kid comes around in his mom's car and he's like get in and I was like no and friend was like yeah and got in his car and I was like I'm never going to see him again he's going to die and it was just a bunch of dumb shit like that and it was yeah. a lot of fun and like we'd like uh, yeah. we'd like steal bikes and shit like that yeah. or like uh, ring doorbells and run away and yeah. stuff like that but then it got to the point where like start getting a little bit older and the first time I see, I see or I'm around weed is in his basement I'm like alright cool 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 yeah and then we go there another time and he's like hey check it out I got a gun and I'm like are you talking about gateway drug oh and it's yeah worse. absolutely okay yeah. you're talking about gateway drug I'm talking about gateway drug yeah he goes hey here's a gun and we're like classic arc he's like we're like dude what are you doing he's like oh no don't worry it's no problem it sounds like a hammer outside and just start shooting it into the wall and i was like cool we're gonna go um yikes and i think i just left but yeah then like yeah like like i said he was so much older than me that like a couple not older younger than me sorry that like a couple years into high school he like showed up in my high school and like just sat at my i didn't talk to this kid yeah i hadn't talked to him in a few years just when he was a freshman he sat at my lunch table it was just gray and had a shaved head yeah and it's just veins were very prominent i was afraid of them yeah uh pretty off the topic but similar to the the jackass bammy kids uh i i when i lived in virginia i was a part of like a skate for like a better term like a crew like just friends who all skated they didn't yeah. really like skate together much but um yeah there's no specific story really but they, they there's something about a lot of kids who are into skateboarding where for some reason they have like this, like I said, this is just from my experience. Not all. Obviously not all. But a lot of the skate kids that I interacted with, like that young kid I was talking about in elementary school all the way up until high school, um, <clears throat> always came from like a weird mix of like parents who had a decent amount of money to like just feed any kind of weird thing they might order out of the catalog. And then yeah. also that would let them do whatever they want, kind of. Like they were mm-hmm. kind of cool parents. Like they would always talk about how like oh yeah and then we're gonna go to so-and-so's house because uh, you know her mom doesn't mind if we drink over there you know stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i just remember like hanging out and like you know like climbing on top of like a church roof or whatever and then you know skateboarding and stuff like that and then being like all right we're gonna go over to wherever and smoke weed or whatever and me being like no my mom only said i could hang out at the church she's gonna be here in a little bit and i I get in trouble if I go off with you guys. That was me, yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, and the few times I did go off with him, he was like, "Hey, here's a gun," and I was like, oh, "Mom was right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the primary times that I went off with the friend, uh, I was allowed to be at the McDonald's skateboarding, and then they were like, "Hey, we're going to Grandma's," and I was like, "Okay, well, I kind of gotta go because they, they, my parents are not planning on picking me up until like eight, nine o'clock, or whatever." And then. Uh, yeah, went off to grandma's, called my mom. I was like, hey, they want to spend the night over at so-and-so's house. Is that cool? She was like, yeah, that's cool. Go over to so-and-so's house. We're hanging out. They're like checking their older brother's room for weed. He's out of weed, but he gets off work later. Maybe you'll have weed. We're hanging out, having a good time. And then my uh, my my friend's mom like starts yelling upstairs like, oh, your dad's on the phone and shit like that. I'm like, 
my damn dad's in Michigan. Why would my dad be calling here? You know what I mean? So I go downstairs and it's my, it's my mom's boyfriend. And he was like, where are you at? I'm coming to pick you up or whatever. And I'm like, why? And he was like, because you weren't supposed to leave the McDonald's and stuff. And I'm like, what? The mom said that I could come spend the night or whatever. And he's, she's like, he's like, I don't care. That wasn't the plan. You said you were going to be at the McDonald's. And I went to the McDonald's and you weren't there and stuff like that. And I was like, well, then mom should have told you. Like, I, I don't know. You with your fucking wife, man. Yeah. Anyways, ended up getting picked up, brought me home and stuff like that. And yeah, I got grounded, quote unquote. My mom was like, you know what you did wrong? And I was like, I literally told her, I was like, mom, I don't. I really don't. Because you told me I could spend the night. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't know why I'm home now. So yeah, well, that's kind of a bummer. You got anything light to lift it up? Uh, no, yours ended sadder than I wanted it to. So did mine. But I was yeah. going to say, yeah, no, that was the move. Uh, I, like, I remember getting in trouble for being out too late. And I was like, oh, no. I just tell my mom I'm staying at Doug's house. Doug tells his mom he's staying at my house. And then we just do fucking uh, bad shit all night long. <laughs> we'll go skate behind warehouses and throw rocks through things. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Like uh, stay out super late when yeah. you were that young? Yeah, we would, uh, we would just skate all night long. And then like, I don't know just stop for a few hours and just post up somewhere and hang out and talk or whatever and then when it's like oh cool the sun's coming up we're gonna start skating again huh. and then uh none of us were good it's not like we're like going to secret spots while no one's around we're yeah. just like oh no it's five in the morning we can kind of see and we can skate down the highway it's great <laughs> Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Kremlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. Anyway. Yeah, as we alluded to, we watched Jackass. <laughs> yeah, and because uh, we watched without a paddle and uh, didn't think we had enough. Uh-huh. So I convinced Chris to watch Jackass because I've been real nostalgic for it lately. Yeah. We don't have a letter for this one, unfortunately. Why? Because, um, I'm being honest, I thought like we were going to pull it out if necessary oh. at the end, so I didn't think I'd need one. But I gotcha. We're here first, so. Well, I got something. Yeah? Yeah. I wrote down every bit they did, and then I... <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, and then I put a little mark next to which one I liked. Okay. So I don't know where you want to get to that, if you just want to talk about jackass and a more i no, i could share this with you i don't know if you want to use this as like an aid to kind of move through the movie kind of quickish yeah you know? sure we could do that for all sure. right have you would let me know when you got it pulled up i sent it to your phone um i was gonna say you want to do your history of jackass but also yeah we kind of did our history yeah, of jackass, we just did. You know? yeah. Uh, obviously it was huge um yeah insane to think about me being eight and watching this shit on mtv yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was a staple. MTV was also a staple. I was watching the Andy Milanaka show and all kinds of just whatever came on, you know? Yeah, like this shit makes me just super nostalgic. Yeah. Like talking about specifically Jackass. Yeah, I mean, um, there's nothing like, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville and welcome to Jackass. That is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Um, is the beginning of them in the big shopping cart. Yeah. Just the big opera music. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this feels like a movie and this is cool. And it's like, not amazingly shot, mm-hmm. but it's better than the show has ever been, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's in slow-mo and each of the like the freeze frames it gets of all of them when it says their name are just perfect 
And then all the shit starts exploding, and they're all, like, you know, basically stuntmen, so they're actually jumping yeah. off the giant shop cart, shopping cart and stuff like that, and they just get destroyed, and then a giant Knoxville goes, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass, and they crash into the thing, mm-hmm. and it says Jackass the movie. Yeah. I remember being a kid and seeing that and being like, that's the coolest thing I've <laughs> ever seen. It is also interesting, I know there have been documentaries on, like, the, the whole starting up of the, the whole process. It, it, genuinely interesting, like, it's tangential to skateboarding, but specifically a bunch of weirdos who, like, are stunt men to a degree but not in like the movie set sense or yeah. like the evil Knievel sense necessarily because that doesn't exist but then kind of becomes like the epitome of what that looks like in the year 2000 I guess for like a better term yeah you know? they're like it's like a a bunch of skate rats with a bunch of guys that film skate rats mm-hmm. Like, what did Johnny Knoxville do before this? I think he was a writer for Big Brother. Big Brother was a magazine about, okay. like, Jeff Tremaine. And... So he likes skateboarding? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Or I think he was just a writer. Okay. Um, if memory serves correct. Because there's the Big Brother crew and then the CKY crew, and they come together. Yeah, and, and I'm familiar with CKY. I don't know if you ever watched those tapes. Here and there, yeah. Yeah, they're a little more kind of gross out. A lot of they're piss, just not piss really. and A lot shit. of poop, yeah. yeah. Um, and like I think the big thing was he like was writing an article about like testing self-defense weapons on himself uh-huh. and decided to film it and that was like one of the first like videos Big Brother did yeah. like oh this could be something I, I did see a clip the other day where he was talking about that high I'm Johnny Knoxville thing yeah apparently it was like just something Spike Jones. was like why don't you do that and it oh, yeah. worked out so well in the one clip that he was like I want you to do that every time it's awesome <laughs> yeah. so good also me and you I think have collectively agreed multiple times to each other just Johnny Knoxville, just one the of the coolest guys. Coolest yeah, there's something guys about him. He's yeah. got a, he's got just something to, just kind of like a swagger. Yeah, he's yeah. so it's it's the thing that like really like, I watched four a few weeks ago. Yeah, and it got me in that, and it really got me in this too. Just how like, like honestly funny he is. Like, yeah. Just from moment to moment and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. not to jump around and like the skits or whatever, but just like when uh, Steve O's on that tight tightrope walking over the alligators. Yeah. Everyone's like, you got this, you got this. And he's like, Giant Knoxville goes, yeah, if there's anything, if there's one thing I know, it's good type of walking. Yeah. Uh, he kind of reminds me of, like, the best way I think I could try to describe it is, like, one part Bart Simpson, one part Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, this movie opens on uh, one of my favorite bits of theirs. It's the auto rental. It's so good. Yeah. That's a great bit. The, uh, the whole concept of this kit is I'm going to rent this car, take it to a demo derby, and then bring it back and kind of play it off like, oh, yeah, I got in a little accident. Like, I hit a dog or whatever. Hey, that's, yeah, <laughs> I, I hit a dog. Yeah. I also love, yeah, he's talking about how he's like, I've got to be honest, I was drinking. He's like, honestly, I, I was drinking when I came here and bought, got rented the car. <laughs> and also him just being like, I can't pay for this. You're going to have to help me. Like, all the way through, it's just carried by... Johnny Knoxville being able to play it off well. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that I'll allude, we talk about it later, uh, but the race car thing at the end. <clears throat> Steve was supposed to do it initially. Honestly, I'm not the biggest Ryan Dunn fan, but he was the perfect one to do the race car thing. Because oh, he's I got the he's right hilarious. amount of like shame and remorse and like like soft, meekish to like yeah. for it to be believable that he's like I, I don't know what I don't know what happened I went to a party last night like just the way that he plays yeah, it's exactly. perfect yeah and Johnny Knoxville's got the the, the, the jam to pull off the auto rental great mm-hmm. bit I watched um, I wanted to watch the rest of them uh-huh. and on Netflix it's like yeah we got the whole collection they have one 2.5 3.5 4.5 huh. and those are like 
extra shit that didn't make it into the actual movie. Oh. So they don't have them all, actually. Yeah, interesting. And so I just watched the, I guess, behind-the-scenes cut shit from the other ones. Mm-hmm. Ryan Dunn was really getting me in 3.5. Really interesting. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, and this first one, he doesn't really have a lot to do. Honestly, neither does Bam. Bam's not really in this first yeah. one much. Um, he... There's a scene where... Um, Danger Aaron is, like, asleep on a couch in, like, the production office or something like that. And it's Ryan Dunn and Bam, and they're like, we're going to go wake him up. And they've got, like, doctor coats on and stuff like that, and they pull out a defibrillator. And they go to him while he's sleeping, and they go, clear, and they shock him, and he gets up, and he just screams. He's <laughs> so mad. He's like, oh, what the fuck, you guys? Fuck you. And yeah. Ryan Dunn goes, we're doctors. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is uh, The Bowling Alley. It's a very quick little, like, almost like a segue skit. Lo- just- love it. Love it about this movie. There's so yeah. much. There's a lot of stuff in here that's, like, really high production value, and then just, here's someone jumping into a ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, so they do a little boiling alley skit. He just rides a skateboard down, knocks over the pins. Next one is the muscle simulator. Whatever. Yeah, that one's whatever. It, it, honestly, that's the one that gives me the most like bro-y vibes. There's just a bunch of shirtless Absolutely, dudes. Like yeah. it almost seems like it'd be happening at a dorm. Uh, so so far, just for the record, auto auto rental is in the number one slot. The next one, I love this one. Uh, just Preston Lacey <laughs> setting down on a bench. It breaks <laughs> and his pants rip. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's classic. Like it. Something else to mention about the early 2000s is it's it's just interesting, like, the the culture at large, because a lot of this ends up playing, like, a lot of, like, Family Guy cutaways or something. Like, that's yeah. such a simple little dumb joke yeah. that, like, could have been set up and then cut to in an episode of Family Guy or something like that. Uh, the next one is the golf cart putt-putt. Uh, they just kind of blaze around, break and shit. I, yeah, don't know it's if it's, I don't know if it's the same as, like, later when they end up getting... Con- when Johnny gets concussed. Is that, like... Anyways, whatever. It's still whatever. Party Boy happens. I'm whatever on Party Boy. Yeah, I'm looking at yours and the ones that you have written down that you like, and I think we're pretty one-to-one on these. Okay. If you want to just skip around to the ones that you like. Well, or you can go through all of them if yeah, you want. Yeah, just run through them a little bit, yeah. Uh, we Man Karate Headbutt. It's, funny yeah whatever uh johnny uh, knoxville uh, alligator nipples it's entertaining but it's only three seconds long uh alligator tightrope is fine i do like uh that they puts the chicken back in even though he doesn't have to mm-hmm. steve-o or whatever my favorite part is the payoff at the end where he's talks about like oh yeah no i've never walked the tightrope before yeah uh now bam waking up uh april and phil with fireworks is just hilarious that's a good prank it's very good it's, it's very especially funny when they come back five hours later and do it in his van yeah, yeah getting into the van oh god it's such a good one-two punch um the shoplifter is great i i know they went on to do the bad grandpa <laughs> stuff i love the idea of johnny Knoxville just playing a big <laughs> an old man <laughs> who can't stop trying to I steal love, shit okay. what's all this what's all this in your jacket <laughs> like this is it's all me, me. <laughs> um i will disagree with you what's that i love the next one hardware store shit i loved it growing up i still like it uh it's a pretty funny bit it's, it's so a pretty funny bit it's also funny that he shits his pants in the van uh, that i could do without all that that's what i liked more when i was a kid yeah. but yeah the idea of like oh let me just poop in the hardware thing that one's just a little it's pushing it far compared to the fireworks thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Like it's definitely. I think that's as far as it's an edgier bit. Funny for yeah. me still. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it just, just, it just gets me every time. Yeah, it's definitely a classic. It's a oh, staple absolutely. of this movie. Uh, the random hair clippers thing. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fine. I could do without it. Mouse trap. That's pretty funny. Just because he's like, oh, I'm a giant mouse. I'm gonna roll around in mouse traps. That's funny. 
you don't need anything more. I do yeah no I do love the, the the feeling of a lot of the bits where like someone's like you know what would be funny right <laughs> yeah. now yeah if we went into that corner over there yeah you put that mouse mask exactly <laughs> and then Preston why don't you run to the store and buy as many mouse traps as you can uh the bungee wedgie meh Butcher Bam and his dumb friends hate those yeah, guys. Yeah, to be honest, his friends bum me out. Yeah. Yeah. They all seem like, and I'm pretty sure it's true, but it all seems like they have like substance abuse problems. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not holding that against anybody. It just is obvious when you see them, they're just kind of a bummer. They're the kids that we were just talking about, the Bam when kids. When they grow up a little bit, yeah. But yeah, and they're just, and you know that they're fucking whiny. I yeah. just hate looking at them. Anyways, riot control test. Uh, that reminds me of the, it's it's a it's a decent bit because it reminds me of what you were just talking about with Johnny, that being kind of the origins. It's fine. It's yeah. just not like a big hitter. Uh, the big cone, the I wee man gets in the big cone. A it's not big bad. cone's a hitter, yeah. It's a, it's For me, bad, yeah. it's just such a good, it's just yeah. such a dumb cartoon like I, I i i think it was i heard johnny knoxville say it once he's like yeah when i'm writing skits for jackass i i just watch a lot of cartoons I yeah go, yeah we could probably do that uh the next one is when spike i think it's spike jones himself yes. right yeah. yeah uh he's just going down that big hill on his his, his scooter going oh my god oh my brakes oh it's great i don't know if it's this one but i think it is when that guy finally saves him he's like oh you want to come home for dinner yeah <laughs> yeah uh, ass kicked by a girl is uh, fine. Uh, not really doing much for me. Tropical pole vaulting is also fine. Uh, pushing a cart into a guy boogie boarding in a puddle. That is the weakest one. This is it the is. worst skit they do. It's my favorite, though, because yeah. it's so... Stu- it's no- it's, it's nothing. literally nothing. It's this is nothing. not content. Like, it would not make it into the TV show or a CKY video. I don't yeah. know why. It's it would barely movie. make the Jackass TikTok if it was like exactly. starting yeah, yeah. up this year. Like, uh, anyways, next one, Night Pandas. I like Night this Pandas one because it's great. just so much fun. It's wholesome. Yeah, they're running it. around, and everybody in Japan who bumps into them is loving the bit. Yeah, everybody's in on it. It's just fun. This it's, is it's great. I like it because it's it's one of the few ones where like nobody is hurt they like, like fall like into a bar and knock over a bunch yeah, of glass but that's, that's just kind of a bit you know yeah um yeah it's not like muscle stimulator where like oh why do we you know make someone's balls hurt or whatever it's just everybody having a good time anyways next one bam promises mom will say fuck that's not an actual bit that's just him setting up for later is it real i love rocket skates rocket is skates is almost out of control not content but yeah. it's so fucking funny it's almost parallel to the guy put getting a cart pushed in i'm only trying to boogie board but it's so fucking funny it's great because like he starts going and then they explode and you're like oh he's gonna go and then every time within a second he falls and they just explode <laughs> on his feet this might be tied with the shoplifter and auto rental those three are like they're great. S tier for me. Those are so funny. Uh, roller skate disco truck. Fine. Yeah. Wasabi snooters. Bleh. Just kind of sad. They're just the, the ones where it's just uh, Steve-O puking. Yeah. It's just... Bleh. Big sumo, little sumo is... Like I said, this one's like a family guy cutaway. Yeah. Uh, gong. Fine. Fine. Uh, Steve-O jumps into ceiling fan. Iconic. Love it. But also fine. Uh, April, alligator in the house. She says fuck. Uh, Johnny Grinds. Very cute moment. I like it, yeah, yeah. I love how excited Eric Costin is for Yeah. Whitey Tidies in a hot tub. Dumb. That's a dud. Paper Cuts is fucking hard to watch. It is. Really hard to watch. My favorite part about it, though, is when, like, Johnny Knoxville is like, I'm done, and Steve O's it's done, and they start doing, like, his mouth and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, and he gets up, because they're clearly just in a hotel room, and he's yeah. like, God, 
glad I came to see what was going on in this room. Oh, yeah, that's a great line. I do remember him saying that, yeah. So, Fat BMX. Uh, I know it looks like everybody's having a good time. It's okay. I think Tony Hawk really hurt himself pretty bad on that one. Uh, I did that a lot as a kid, though. I would literally, I would put on my parents' clothes and, like, stuff yeah. shit into it. Fun. Yeah, you know, try to be big and big. Uh, Butterbean, iconic. Um, Is Butterbean okay? The funniest thing I think I've heard anyone ever say. Yeah. Dude gets lit up by Butterbean, literally snoring. He's knocked out so bad. And the first thing he says is, huh? Is Butterbean okay? (laughs) Oh, so fucking good. Jousting is straight up CKY. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Wild Boys jerk off the sea cucumbers. That's some Wild Boys shit. I I wasn't really a Wild Boys fan. Yeah, me neither. Um, It was also just a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like CKY, but taken down a step. Yeah. Swimming with whale sharks is also just some wild boy stuff. Tidal wave is fine. It is actually like kind of a stunt, but it's fine. Do you have anything to say about tidal wave? Off-road tattoo is whatever. Henry Rollins is there. so That's cool. Yeah. Uh, The merry-go-round. I don't remember this one. It's just they have one of the guys sitting in the middle of the merry-go-round, and they have like a truck pull the chain so the merry-go-round goes fast. And then they shoot really fun to do in real life. Yeah. Well, I mean, not with the car, but like, yeah, when you're at a oh, park yeah, yeah, yeah. and your friends just trying yeah. to push you as fast as you can. Uh, but also, basically, almost non-content. The only thing that saves it is getting them with the clippers after. Yeah. I think that's the point. Of yeah. That, yeah. Fireworks and ash, while an iconic scene, also just kind of a dud for me. Doesn't do too much. Uh, I do like when they do it taped to Chris Pontius's dick. Yeah. And then they do both of them together. Yeah. I fucking can't remember what Chris Pontius says, but it gets me. I think it's yeah. BMX tug of war. I don't remember this one too much. BMX tug of war. Me neither, but if I had to guess, two guys are on bikes going opposite ways with a bungee cord attached to them. Something like that. That's what it sounds like. Uh, Yellow snow cone is, uh, for me, not that good. Nope, sucks. Kind of disgusting. Hard to watch for me. It sucks because, like, he eats it, and he's like, oh, God, that's gross. And And then he's like, I'm I'm going to throw up, and then someone has to come out and start kicking him to make it funny. It's just not good. Yeah, not good. Wee Man kicks himself in the head. Great. It's funny. Uh, Bam beats Phil on the shitter is one of the worst. I think this one's emblematic of my least favorite aspects of Bam. There's nothing funny about that. Yeah, it's just not great. It's just him coming in and punching his dad while he's on the shitter. It's just Bam Kid funny. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's the fireworks thing, which is objectively funny, which Bam does sometimes, and then there's just Bam shit, which is just like... Yeah. Yeah, know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, golf course air horn, great. That's Out of control. I That's love it so very funny. <laughs> I love especially... Because you can hear Johnny, like, when the guy tees up to actually shoot the balls at him, he goes, wait, wait, hang on a second, because he's about to blow the air horn when the guy tries to yeah. hit a ball at them. Like, uh, I, and it makes me uh, laugh. Like, I love it so much, because uh, I love... I love at the beginning when they're doing it to the old ladies, and it's like, oh, this is funny, and then the other two guys come up them, come up to them, and it's like, oh, right. Like, this is kind of a shitty thing to do to somebody, uh-huh. but golf courses are just full of rich, entitled, white old dudes like this. Yeah. So, yeah, this is great. I love this even more now. Yeah. Um, cougar and mouse, whatever. The burglars, that's a great one for me. It's all gold. Very funny. That's uh, another S tier, perhaps. Race car in the ass, iconic, and um, I gotta be honest, it's one of those things that like when I think back to Jackass, I'm always like, oh god, that one. And then you watch it, you're like, no, this is pretty good. It's gold. 
like just fr right right from the rip like it, 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 it's slow whatever blah 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 and then right when that nurse is holding it and she just has oh, a look so, on her face <laughs> oh especially when the doctor is speaking in his native tongue on the yeah, phone yeah. with somebody and he's like yeah i think they passed out at a sex party they're having sex with each other and he passed out <laughs> it's so funny oh and then when the doctor's like you don't tell home. nobody about this this guy knows that's, that's too, many too many people, people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't tell your girlfriend your boyfriend your family yeah. you just go mm -hmm. it's great um, and then we end on the lake catapult thing, which is, uh, again, kind of a dud, but it's saved by Rip Taylor. I like Absolutely. him. I love him at the end. Just being like, uh, oh, it's over. I can't wait. And then when he whispers in Johnny's ear and he's like, we got to do a sequel. And it's going to be called Son of Jackass. It's so good. It's great. Very cute. Very wholesome. Rip yeah, Taylor, I wholesome. think he's at the end of all of them except for four because yeah. he passed. But. And then we get another very th uh, uh, um, cinematic shot at the end there uh, with them all very old. And it's called Son of Jackass. And they all die except for Steve-O until he does, kind of? Or does he just get away? I don't remember. Yeah, neither do I. Watch Steve outlive all of them. Watch it happen, I promise. I hope not. But anyway, I mean, that's an awful thing to say. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I hope not. Why would I say that? <laughs> um, at the end of the day, uh, like I said, classic. It's definitely got a place in my heart. I feel like the best I can do if, you know, I'm haggling like uh, yeah, Pawn Stars Man. I'm thinking C+, but for classic plus. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, C+, plus, I think. I didn't think about having to rate this movie. It's hard. Yeah. Because it's not really a movie but i don't mean that in a mean way it's just kind of yeah it's, it's just not it's like a it's like an extended episode of the show almost. it's an extended skate video without the city yeah. of the skateboarding stuff yeah i give it a b minus yeah 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 that's fair yeah i think uh two is the big one if i can remember correctly that one feels more like a movie deal that one feels more like a no movie it deal? feels more it feels better. Like, in my mind, I think it might be a better movie. Like, just a better jackass movie. Yeah. This one does have a lot of charm, though. What else did we watch, Nick? Well, Chris... We I think we already said it, but go ahead. We watched Without a Paddle. Yeah? Yeah. What's Without a Paddle mean to you? Uh, to me, Without a Paddle is the movie that was stuck in the portable DVD player on the way to family camping trips. Yeah? And family and family visits in other states so i watched without a paddle no joke probably 40 times in a couple of years uh yeah it was just this back to back with like bruce almighty and um the iron giant maybe i think yeah um and i've always been afraid to go back and watch it because i was afraid it wouldn't hold up yeah what about you um I don't know where the fuck I came across this thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, where the like even for you what do you think your parents just bought it and watched it oh, and they're like sure. fuck it, it we'll in, keep it. It was in the, the bin at uh, Blockbuster that yeah. said $2 per DVD yeah. and my dad was just like yoink yoink yoink. Yeah, but either way somehow it it came and it was just a movie I watched all the time as a kid for some reason. Mm -hmm. Uh thought it was funny. And uh for better or worse, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but this reminds me a lot of like the video games we talked about a couple of years ago, or a couple of years ago. God damn, a couple of episodes ago, where oh, it's just. Did you ever play the Jackass video game? No. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I do. I did. It was a lot of fun. I I, I really enjoyed it. Sorry, yeah, go on. We'll talk about that on our second podcast. But anyways, uh. Oh, fuck! I totally forgot. That was gonna be one of my cold opens. I forgot to write it down. It's gonna be like we should start a video game podcast. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> 
But uh, I don't even remember what the fuck I said. Uh, I'm what? so sorry. Uh, oh, like, I know. I got it. The 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 the, 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 the video games we were talking about the other day. This is just a style of comedy that I feel like you don't see a lot anymore. But they used to be cranking these shits out. Uh, yeah. Happy Madison is a great example. Any movie made by that production company. Uh, but also just this movie uh, doesn't even have to be comedians. I feel like <clears throat> for a long stretch of time there, there were a bunch of comedies that were like passable if not bad that just had a bunch of people you knew in yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. They were like, fine, send it out. Um, but, you know, in terms of my history, I loved Unsolved Mysteries, Bigfoot, if Aliens, X-Files, and stuff like that. So this movie got me with the D.B. Cooper stuff. Uh, got me in the beginning with that song, because obviously it's sad. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the exact opposite for me. Don't really, I've never really been into that stuff, so whenever someone says D.B. Cooper, I yeah. think of without a bad. I definitely think about it anytime someone says D.B. Cooper. Um, so yeah, it was right up my alley. Um, and I saw it a million times, just like you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good childhood movie. Well, yeah. that's that mattress, man. I'm just kidding. Mail time. Get the, read the mail. Oh yeah, I forgot about this little Yeah, you always sucker. do. I don't know how. Yeah. This one better be good. Oh, without a paddle. 2004. Check your phone. Look, 2004 was a was a weird weird time all right uh for everyone september 11th is real fresh on everyone's mind nasa puts a little robot on the mars the final episode of fraser friends and ronald reagan's life all air uh that one nerd creates facebook osama bin laden shows up on our tvs and we elect george w bush for the second time personally i was trying really hard to wrap my head around long division and my times tables uh but i think we can all agree uh, that none of us expected just how much we were going to get into Green Day next year. Anyway, I kind of lost the plot here, but you know, you know what I'm getting at. Without a without a paddle is a weird, not great, not bad movie. Four out of ten. Anyways, this thing stars Dax Shepard, Seth Green, and and Matthew Lillard. Our boy. Yeah. Our pride and joy. Three actors who I genuinely think are funny, even though none of them really ever knock it out of the park in terms of like being funny in a movie that's also good you know what i mean oh yeah i can't think of anything offhand for any of them but also i uh think they are all individually very funny i think they all individually deserve better yeah yeah these are three people who could have definitely definitely i seth green got to be in uh, austin powers but as we've established on this show that first one didn't hold up i wouldn't mind seeing some of the sequels but that first one didn't hold up that much. Yeah, no, no. The Doctor Evil stuff does. Seth Green stuff does. But yeah, Dex Shepard. Uh, just before we even get into it, arguably the funniest part of this movie for me. He's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very simple premise: a bunch of kids who are obsessed with DB Cooper and Indiana Jones and stuff like that spent their whole childhood thinking, "Damn, we got to find these dollars mm-hmm. out there in the Canadian wilderness." Although the movie seems to imply that it was in America. Yeah. But anyways, uh, there's just a bunch of $2 bills in a box somewhere. They're not $2 bills. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, one of the four dies, obviously the one that's not played by any of the actors I've mentioned. And Yeah, all... he's played by Anthony Starr, I believe his name is, who plays okay. Homelander in The Boys. Yeah. I heard conservatives are very mad about The Boys right now. Yeah, they always have been. Because The Boys is like, it's very political. And it's like, hey, 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 the plot of the show is, hey, what if superheroes were real and they were owned by fucking Amazon and Disney? Yeah. Um, 
And so they're like, hey, all these mean, powerful people, mean, powerful people would be like, hey, cancel culture. And some of us are Nazis. And also we rape women if they want good jobs and stuff like that. And so conservatives are like, this is just a bunch of leftist propaganda. So Seth Green becomes a doctor. <laughs> uh, Matthew Lillard uh, is a businessman who serves. Yes. And Dax Shepard fucks. Yes, uh, Dax Shepard is our comedic relief. Yeah. Um, Seth Green is our C-3PO. meek C-3PO yeah. comedic relief. And Matthew Lillard is our everyman audience surrogate. Yep. Hey, I love surfing. Hey, me too, man. Never done it, but I'm pretty into it. Yeah. Uh, so Matthew Lillard gets to technically, I guess, be the main character. Uh, he's very aloof, very Homer Simpson-esque in this relationship. Has no idea that... Uh, uh, the anniversary is happening because all he cares about is being with his lady and surfing. He doesn't remember dates or nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, he comes in he's with just... his puka shell necklace yeah. and he's like, ooh, dip. Yeah. He loves dip. He just whap. A um, bunch of chips right there. Just mm, one finger right mm-hmm. in the dip. Um, 50-50 on the line, but he does say that thing about how she's like, I'm sick of playing disappointed girlfriend. He's like, would disappointed wife make you happier? It's kind of funny. It's also kind of, eh. Whatever. Anyways, better than Dak Shepard's scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The girl that he's having sex with ends up being a lesbian. He's like, let's turn this into a Tom sandwich. And then the lesbian karate kicks him through a window or something. Call back to Jackass. Yeah, girl, ass kicked by a girl. Yeah. Anyway, by a girl. Yeah. Uh, the friend dies. Everyone comes home to their hometown for the funeral. That's when you get Dak Shepard's one of his funniest scenes. Uh, he pulls up late on a very loud motorcycle, literally riding over other graves. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, "Is this Billy Newman's uh, funeral? Is this the right funeral? Is this the corpse of Billy Newman?" <laughs> Nobody's answering him. Uh, very funny. They it's go great. back to their little childhood treehouse. They're looking in their little box, their promise box. They were like, "Oh, if, unless we find DB's treasure, we can't have the things inside of it." Uh, C-3PO puts a C-3PO in there. <laughs> what does Matthew Lillard put in there? Matthew Lillard. What does Matthew Lillard put in there? Matthew Lillard puts in his Indiana Jones compass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, because he gave that to the thing and then he says he says Billy must have been he gave it to Billy and then he was like oh Billy must have been keeping up with this stuff all these years yeah. he must have put it back yeah he put it in the box uh-huh. and then when Billy left he took oh, it, he out, took of it box, out of the box gave okay. it to Billy yeah. and Billy put it back uh, Dak Shepard puts in a condom his first condom uh, ever uh, and then uh, in the heat of the moment Matthew Lillard is like you know what? we gotta go on this trip everything goes back in the box yeah, because they find all the maps that Billy. Yeah, made. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, oh yeah, yeah, last year Billy wanted me to go on this camping trip, and I yeah. was busy, I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Great touch. I'm glad they include that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're in the middle of nowhere, um, presumably the first stop of the trip. Uh, they meet the sheriff. Yada yada yada. Uh, Matthew Lillard has a little phone call with his girlfriend. It's not a good one. It never is. Not yeah. in this movie for Matt. Yeah, striking out. Anyways, they get a canoe. They start up the river. This is the second time that I laughed at this movie. Matthew literally christening the boat with a Budweiser, and then the guy who owns the canoe going, thanks for breaking glass for my kids' play. So good. <laughs> um, Anything up to this point stand out to you as you want to you know, chop it up? 
No, just how, like, the back of my hand, I remember so much of this movie, and yeah. so much of it just hits me out of nowhere, where I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, did not see that coming. <laughs> like, I remember stuff from the DVD. That's how much I watched this movie, Chris. Mm-hmm. I watched the DVD director's commentary. Like, there's a scene when he's on the phone with this girlfriend who hates him, and you can see the other two guys walk up behind him, look at each other, and then scutter backwards, and then the shot changes, and then they come into scene, like, on each other's back or whatever. And on the DVD commentary, they're like, yeah, we were too early in Mr. Mark, so that's us looking at each other, realizing that, and then skipping backwards. So they just yeah. do that shot for some reason. I remember that, but I don't remember the Tom Sandwich scene. Just don't show mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they set out at this point. Everything's fine. You know, they're pissing in the creek. They're drinking beers. They're splashing each other. Great time. Insane move. Thinking about it being like, oh, let's go on this trip, and the trip involves getting in a boat and then just going yeah reading a map for a while yeah um can't imagine yeah well uh, hey maybe i'm dumb and maybe i'd die but i would do it if you and elton were like yo we found this map that like one of our other friends that means something to us pick one i don't care was <laughs> playing this and then he died i'd be like yeah i'll, I'll go i don't care <laughs> uh so anyways then they they hold up for I'd, the night uh, i would do that but i'd have to be like Convince me. Show me right now <laughs> that you, you know how to this. read a map. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you don't want to get into a Blair Witch situation. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the fear. That's why I was thinking through this whole movie. I'm like, yeah. this is Blair Witch without a ghost or a, yeah. without a witch. Yeah. Because again, I mean, to beat a dead horse, if we're lost for more than mm, 40 minutes and someone's still maintaining they can read it, I swear to God, I'm snapping and saying, no, you fucking can't. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot. You can't. Anyways, uh, they camp up for the first night. Don't really remember much what they talk about. I'm sure Matthew Lillard says something about how he cares about his surfing. Um, It's actually a very nice scene that I like where he's just like, they they all talk about their jobs and what they're doing and what they like. Yeah, Dex Harper says, yeah, I'm selling Harleys, making about 12 grand a month. Yeah, and what's his face is a doctor and Matthew Lillard goes, nah, fuck my job. I hate it. I like surfing. I like this Mm -hmm. right here, right now. Just being in the moment like Billy was. It's like, oh, that's very nice, but also... Was Billy in the moment? Sad. Yeah. Like, hey, I hate my life, so I like this moment where I've gotten to run away, and because of that, I'm doing nothing right now. Yeah. Then the next thing happens, and it's fine, because this is a... I, and I mean, no disrespect by this. It's a dumb movie, uh, but... Uh, uh, Mr. Seth Green is like, I brought Spaceman food. And everybody's like, oh, um. man... The only reason why I say it's dumb is because obviously they would all make sure food was on lock. Mm-hmm. But it sets up a pretty funny scene, in my opinion, where Dex Shepard starts talking bullshit like we know for a fact he does about how he can catch a fish with a flashlight. And they're all like, I will literally give you a hundred grand on my left nut if you catch a well, fish. I, yeah, that's we're going to rewrite, rewrite this movie as we're talking about it. Yeah. I think it would have worked a lot better if they just had food yeah. and then Dax Shepard went no yeah. we're out in the wilderness I'm gonna eat, we're yeah. gonna catch our yeah. food but I do like that he does catch it because like I said it's a nice subversion of like his usual lying but like it also adds a little depth to the characters because then it's like well now because he does that like it makes all the lying believable you know what I mean like yeah you know he's what I'm good at some things yeah, yeah. So anyways, yeah, he catches the fish. He fucking throws it to them. They don't catch it. And he's like, Jesus Christ, be ready. And then he says just more dumb shit that it, because it's Jack Shepard, it works as far as I'm concerned. When he's like, now I have to change up the pattern because they've gotten used to the figure eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Anyways, they wake up the next morning and I think they find some hillbillies throwing dynamite into the the uh, the, the river. Yeah, some uh, guy and the guy from My Name Is Earl. Yeah. When I was a kid, these guys really rubbed me the wrong way. When I was a kid, and honestly, to today, I don't mean to be discriminatory. Big old hicks scared me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I don't want to judge a book by its cover. I know it's wrong, but it's scary. So, anyways, they decide to go uh, around. And you get a nice establishing shot that Matthew Lillard's call about, like, you know, because I think Dax says, well, isn't there a fork coming up? And he's like, nah, I think we already passed it or whatever. And, you, you know, you, like, zoom out and you see that there was a right path for them to take and they didn't take it. Yeah, like six feet behind yeah. them. Mm-hmm. This movie's bad. And they fall into some rapids, which is one of those things where, like, you're half like, that looks badass, but also I would definitely die in real life if that was going on. Nope, just scary to me. Just don't okay. like looking at it. Yeah. Water scares me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if it was just flat under that, you know, and there were rocks everywhere, and it was just somehow happening naturally, like it was like a wave pool or something. Like that's what it kind of looks like for a second, but then you're like, it was happening naturally, like a wave pool. (laughs) (laughs) If it was happening artificially, like a wave pool. Yeah, but anyways, uh, then they fall off a giant waterfall, and all this shit's fucked. They're cooked. Uh, They wander off into the woods. That's when they bump into the bear. The bear takes Seth Green because he's a big old baby. No. He catches the fish and throws that at him, and that's where the bear shows up. They catch another fish? No. Oh, First earlier fish. we missed yes. that. Oh, yeah. Steamrolled past that. Yeah. Forgot there was the whole thing where the bear takes him and eats his cell phone. They sleep in the tree all night. Then all the stuff I was just saying about them going down the river happens. They go off into the woods. What happens the first time they go off into the woods? When? I'm so sorry, Chris. I'm watching a full playthrough of Jackass the video game on your computer <laughs> while you're talking, and I'm missing half of what you're saying. And every time you ask me something, I go, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> and no, it's really gotten me. Yeah. Okay, first time they go in the woods after when? They've fallen down the uh, the, the, the waterfall and all that kind of stuff. They, they go off into the woods. Oh, they, they, yeah, they, they wash up. Seth Green goes, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going home. And Jack yeah. Shepard goes, okay, great. We just have to get back up that waterfall. Yeah. And so like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah. all right, we got to keep going. And then they run into the hicks yeah. in their weed farm. They're weed farming. Leonard and Skinner. Yeah, the dog's named Leonard Skinner. That's very funny. There's I knew two a dogs, kid Leonard in elementary school who had a, two dogs named Leonard and Skinner. Who less were both funny. Rottweilers. It's Definitely less funny. A bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Funny in the movie, though. Okay. Anyways, they grow weed. Uh, Dax tries to take some. They get found. They get chased. They're, yeah, it's just kind of dumb weed in a movie comedy. Yeah. Early 2000s, Harold and Kumar kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen Harold and Kumar, but I assume We're since We're watching Harold, that next. I, I'd assume since Harold and Kumar is a stoner comedy, it's funnier or more accurate. This is just like, what do people th- who don't smoke weed think weed does to you? There is a very funny moment in here that I remember both of us... That I remember both of us laughing at. I cannot remember it. Okay, so yeah, so I definitely I agree with you. The, the whole idea that like weed farmers would be this evil uh, does definitely seem like whatever. But anyways, uh, yeah. So they they go into the pot fields. They try to light off flares so they can see the boys running away, and it starts burning the plants and everybody gets high. And then they start using that laser scope scope. And there is something we laughed at, but then there's also something that was really yeah. fucked up. 
Yeah. Dak Shepard really does a boo-boo here. He really does. It's not his fault, I guess, because it's in the script and also. Yeah, but he time. still did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the dot is on his forehead, and you can. He does a. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Awful Simpsons Apu thing. And, yeah. Uh... Moment of silence for that one. Then Seth Green does a Matrix. Which sucks. It's my least favorite thing in a movie is when they do a Matrix reference. Yeah. Then they hop in the pond and they use reeds to, you know, But what happened get away. right before that? They run with young Billy. Very One of them looks right? over and they see young Billy. Remember? Matthew does, yeah. What does he say to him that made us laugh so hard? I don't know. It must not have been that funny. Can't be. Anyway, well, if you remember it, whatever. So anyways, uh, they get away. Then what happens? Um, they're running through the woods, and they run into tree women. Right. This is a dud for me as well. Yeah, this... Tree women is a big dud. Tree women don't need to be in this movie. Yeah, they say some shit that make the boys horny. And then the... Uh... They think they're talking to the police on a ham radio, but really they're talking to the the Hicks. The Hicks come. The tree women throw their poop on the guys, and then the boys get away on like a four-wheeler after they do the... Zip line. Zip line. Um, nice spot. I don't mind the zip line aspect oh. of it. No. Backtracking a little bit, we missed some stuff that we liked. Okay. They're walking around... After the reeds, after uh-huh. escaping those guys. And like, oh, fuck, Dak Shepard, you got shot. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. And they're stitching him up. And he's like, nah, I lied about the Harley thing. And then oh, yeah. Seth Green's like, I'm a doctor, but I'm afraid of everything. It sucks. I'm afraid yeah. of cellophane. And, it's a nice moment. Uh, Matthew Lewis like, I'm sure I'm ashamed of something, but Nick can't remember right now. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, get up to the top of this tree and see if you can see anything from up here. And yeah. Dak Shepard's up there with uh, binoculars. It's a bad line. It's such a bad line. But again, Dak Shepard, he's just so charming. It, it got me. He's looking at the binoculars and he sees the tree woman or whatever. And he goes, guys, I think I'm still stoned. But he just says it like naturally as far as I'm concerned. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't say it like, guys, I think I'm still stoned or anything like that. Like he just says it in like such a nonchalant way that it's like natural or like, you know, I, I guess just kind of more true to life. Like one of those things that like is real life funny, I guess. Like, yeah. if I was up in the tree and I said that, you guys would all laugh a little bit. Is all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a great line for a fucking movie. I'm just saying. Exactly. It yeah, works. No, that's that's what it is. It's like, I think the thing that saves this movie from being trash... Is that I buy that they're all friends. I like these three guys. Yeah. And I think they have chemistry. And I think they have chemistry, and even when a joke's bad, I'm like, I like that delivery. Sometimes yeah. I don't. But it's them, and we'll get to it, but Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I like all of them. But yeah, you're absolutely right. If we could stop, you know, dancing around what it is that makes this movie work, the saving grace is definitely these three actors. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And the fact that they all work together very well. Uh, I buy it. And there's some stuff in it, like the, the dot on the forehead or Seth Green rapping in the car. That yeah, just I forget about that. Yeah, does not work. Or also. the uh, Tom sandwich. There are some yeah. duds. There's definitely it's some like, duds. There's some stuff that there's nothing that anyone could have done with that yeah but i just like these guys i like these guys yeah uh so anyways then they bump into burt reynolds once they're done ziplining and all that kind of nonsense oh no they go underneath the big rock and they cuddle up because they gotta and uh this is the weirdest scene but it's also funny that matthew lillard 
basically sex talks Seth Green into getting a boner so that it pokes Dak Shepard in the butt and they all scurry around. It's a good bit. Yeah. It's all right, but it's yeah. a good bit. Yeah. yeah. Commitment to yeah. sex talk your buddy in the ear while you're spooning him. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Burt Reynolds shows up. Burt Reynolds is very funny. He's great in this. Yeah. Um, uh, Can't really remember any of his little lines. I, I'm trying to think. Uh, he, he's, he plays D.B. Cooper's friend, and he's yeah. out there looking for him. He's been there for like... Yeah, because initially he was supposed to like flash the flashlight, and then Burt yeah. Reynolds would find him or whatever, but yeah. it snowed that night, so he couldn't. So he spent the last 35 years in that cabin trying to find D.B., and he talks about how he wasted his life, and these guys shouldn't waste theirs, you know? Yeah, and he's like... I spent 35 years up here in this cabin, sitting on that porch, playing the harmonica. And I wasted my life. Yeah. Dax Shepard goes, well, hey, I bet you can play the shit out of that harmonica. <laughs> yeah, it's a good Dax line. I also love when they initially come in or whatever, and they're like, oh, like, Ugh. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. And they're like, like Ugh. and he's like, if I would, I wouldn't even have brought you inside. Or, it's funny. Uh, Burt Bur Reynolds goes, yeah, and I've spent 35 years up here just because blah, blah, blah. Just friendship or whatever. Yeah. And Matthew Lillard goes, Yeah, friendship. I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And he goes, I'm sorry, have you spent 35 years <laughs> in a cabin? No. Well, then you don't know what and he's I like, mean. And he goes, yeah, but like hypothetically. He's like, well, have you hypothetically spent 35 years <laughs> in a cabin? He's like, no. And he's like, then you don't know what I mean. It's great. And I also like Bert's line later. Again, not a great joke, but I like Bert. I like Seth when Seth's got the dynamite shirt on. And he's like, dynamite. And Bert's like, Dynamite or whatever, and he's like, Dynamite, or he's like, No, 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 like, he Dynamite. He's yeah, like, Take it back just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyways, we finally get to the climactic ending where the Hicks show up. They shoot up Burt Reynolds' cabin. Cabin, you know, Burt shoots back. They, the boys get away. They just happen to kind of uh, fall into the, the the little mine shaft thing because Matthew Lillard is like, Oh my God, there's iron in these hills. You know, DB would have thought he was going east, but really the iron would have set it off. He was really going northeast or whatever. And then they fall into a little mine shaft hole. They find DB Cooper, and it's a big revelation because they he burned the cash just to have a couple more minutes alive. And this means a whole lot to Matthew Lillard. Uh, and they find a little chute that only Seth Green can fit through, so they sing the yeah. song that he likes. Sorry, just right before that, it, it does bug me a little bit because that doesn't work. The DB Cooper thing, they're like, oh, he sacrificed. All that money for just a few more minutes of life. Oh, gee, life is more, uh, more uh, about more than just material positions, huh, guys? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. This isn't a sweet, heartwarming, yeah. I understand life thing now. Yeah. This is a man Yeah. who... He had no other option. It's not like he was like yeah. in his infinity pool and was like, you know what? I got everything I need with these guys right here. Let me call my accountant. Doot, 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 doot. Yeah. Burn it all. I don't need it. I got friendship. That would be like if this was a different movie and they came upon... If if they came upon D.B. Cooper and Burt Reynolds down there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it looks like D.B. Cooper ate Burt Reynolds to stay alive. And Yeah, I guess life is about more... about being fulfilled than making other people's happy, huh? Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. he ate a guy. <laughs> Monster. Uh, Hicks show up. Uh, there's more whatever. He gets pushed in the hole. Because Seth Green hits him with a big stick or whatever. Then the sheriff shows up and the sheriff's in on it. And the live grenade thing, which is kind of funny because I love that he, like, he run up to him and Matthew Lillard just like, you 
dicks. I was going to sacrifice myself yeah, while yeah. you guys ran away, you know. Uh, and a big tree falls on all the bad guys. They get away, and then there's the big uh, Star Wars A New Hope moment at the end where they're heroes and yada, yada, yada. Um, and honestly, I feel like this movie does end up end on a sweet note because both Matthew and Seth are like, you know what, I, I don't think I need the money. Why don't, why don't you keep it? You guys just split it two ways. And then Seth's like, uh, you know, I don't think I need it either. And, you know, Dax, I think I owe you a hundred grand for that fish thing earlier. I think that's very sweet. Yeah. And then it's not bad to top it off in the joke where he's like, I'm getting that left nut or whatever. You know, you can see a yeah. little half laugh with the with the sweet. It's good. Also, I love when Burt Reynolds comes up and goes, Keep something closer. Keep your <laughs> yeah. friends closer. And he turns around and shows them the backpack. He goes, like me. got bones in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, I got DB's bones in my backpack. <laughs> um, but also something... Hilarious um, to me. You brought up the New Hope ending, and I, uh, I, I totally forgot about this movie. I do really enjoy... At the beginning of the movie, shows them, you know, they're kids in the 80s, and they love Indiana Jones and Star Wars and Goonies. It, just all this 80s stuff. And they do, without hitting you over the head with it, ever recreate like a lot of like 80s action movies yeah but it's almost kind of like blinking you miss it yeah like not so much but like it's quite subtle like it is this is kind of it's a comedic action movie yeah it reminds me of something like fanboys yeah i don't know what fanboys is it's like that movie where uh, the guys are like trying to get to never skywalker ranch or something like that and then there's that whole story about how like one of the guys or something like that like was like a, a friend of the thing and he got to see like an early cut because he died or something or there's like mm. some kind of like sentimental backstory all i'm saying is like <coughs> it's an okay comedy elevated by the fact that it's got like a kind of sweet thing about it you know i don't know just it's kind of like a sweet and sentimental there's a little heart to it you know okay you know that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's all you're saying that's, that's all I'm saying. i get it you know i don't know someone out there has to know what the fanboy story was i don't uh, obviously, I don't either. Hey, couldn't be me. <laughs> Wasn't waiting. Was not ready for you to call my bluff. Sorry. <laughs> so next time, just give me a yes and. Do you think Hot Tub Time Machine is perhaps comparable to this? Yeah, I think it's got like a little sweet underbelly. It's like an okay comedy, also. I ain't never seen no Hot Tub Time Machine. You never saw Hot Tub Time Machine? I never saw it. Why would I have seen Hot Tub Time Machine? It came in like 2010, 2011. You would have been like 12 or 13 I was or whatever. kissing girls, 14. Chris. You were not. You're right. I wasn't, but I wasn't watching Hot Tub Time Machine. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It's got the guy from uh, Children's Hospital in it and John Cusack. Oh, I know who's in it. Yeah. yeah. And then the kid from Sex Drive that everybody told me I looked like growing up and it that hurt sucks. me. I'm sorry to hear Yeah, that. it hurt me. Craig Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's bring it back to Jackass for a second. When I was in high school, there was this kid who was very brash and abrasive and also short and, like, one of the popular guys and kind of looked like uh, almost had a Justin Bieber thing going for him, but, like, a Metro Detroit off-brand lesser version. Yeah. And I can't remember his name, but I remember I had this class in my junior year with him and all of the cool senior kids. Uh, it was, like, current events, basically, and it was a huge senior blow-off, and there was a very young... Um, attractive teacher who was teaching the class and she would like kind of like let him get away with murder because she was like yeah I want to be cool you know isn't that just the worst in high school yeah when you got like a 22 year old <laughs> teacher oh because because yeah because this kid that one time was like oh is so and so going to Cancun with us for spring break dude I hope she goes I'm gonna roofie the shit out of her and the teacher just went hey come on alright stop it you know like that kind of a thing where like yuck and uh, anyways, might even been the same day, but I remember I asked to go to the bathroom, and when I was going to the bathroom, he was coming back from going to the bathroom. We're the only two in the hallway, and he stops me. And he's like, you know, you look like Ryan Dunn in his prime. And I was like, 
thank you? And he's like, no, it's a good thing. And walked away. Hmm. Did he have his hand in his pocket? Is that why you did that? No, no. That was just me. I don't know. Get in the character a little Exactly, bit. yeah. And I was like, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, okay. I'm there now. I'm, I'm immersed in this. <laughs> yeah, no, I had, when I was in high school, I had a, a, a teacher, and it was her first year teaching. Um, and yeah, she had to be like all of like 23, 24 years old. I mean, my friends were like, oh, no, she's hot. And then she, my, gotta bleep his name out so many times with this, but. She wanted to fuck him so bad. I was like, that's dumb. That's a dumb joke. I don't like this. And then, like, she'd walk around, like, collecting homework, and I'd be like, oh, no, like, not lying, like, legitimately, like, oh, yeah, fuck. No, I left that in so and so's room. Can I go get it? And she'd be like, no. You don't have it now. You don't have it. And I was like, fuck, all right. Tough but fair, I guess. And she'd walk around and she'd get to Jordan. And she'd be like, Got your homework? He's like, oh, no, I didn't do it. And she's like, oh, Jordan. And she keep going. I'm like, what is fucking happening? Yeah. Yeah. High school is an odd time. I just, let's throw one more in there. I remember watching the Of Mice and Men movie in English class because we'd read the book. And by read the book, I mean that the professor or teacher, rather, just played like an audio book or whatever. And the guy on the thing, in my opinion, it was fine to like avoid having to do like basically a impression of somebody with a disability he just opted for like a more cartoony mm-hmm. moronic thing like you know and then we'll go play with the rabbits like it was almost like a bugs bunny or something but like just kind of slowed down a little bit and i remember as we were watching the movie john malkovich uh which is fine but he does the thing that dudes mm-hmm. do when they're asked to play a guy with a disability and i remember walking around during a break in that class because those classes were set up i had like block scheduling where it was just four classes and each one was like an hour and a half mm-hmm so we had movie time, uh, but we had, had a little break and uh, I was walking around the hallway and I know the teacher was also walking around kind of behind me a little bit. And I remember talking to my friend. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like the, you know, the John Malkovich thing. I kind of wish we were still listening to the audio book. You know, I, it's just kind of like uh, to a degree unbelievable. Like it just sounds like one of my friends doing a shitty impression to try to be funny. Like it just it doesn't mm-hmm. really like land. And then as soon as we got back in class, of course the teacher was like, John Malkovich this and this is such a good portrayal and of course it sounds more like real and stuff and it's not as cartoony and dumb as like the audiobook one and stuff like that and it was like very clearly like oh god he overheard me and he's just pantsing me but only I know like you know like <laughs> specifically like just undermining me you know so did you ever have to do I'm thinking about this specifically with Of Mice and Men when we read the book did you guys ever have to do um, I think it was called like popcorn reading yeah like, uh, like you read part and then go popcorn and then call yeah. on someone else. But I tell you what, hand to God, I like never got picked. Every year of high school, every English class, we did that. And I like never got picked. Um, I got, I remember getting picked once. I think what happened was I was sitting next to a friend and they went, someone got that. I went, uh, Nick. And I just sat there. We had a substitute that day. Everyone was like looking at me, and the substitute went, "Are you Nick?" And I went, and I pointed at <laughs> friend next to me, and she yeah. went, mm, "Okay." And she tapped it on the shoulder, she's like, "At principal's office." And she went, oh. "Okay." Um, 
and she called on someone else, and I went, mm, nailed Ooh. it. But I hated that shit so much, because I'm like, yo, I can read the book. Yeah. I can do it myself. A lot of these kids just can't read, and yeah. so I'm absorbing none of this book. Yeah. 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 That's a very sad thing. My partner's an English teacher, and genuinely, like, she teaches, like, juniors, and there's a lot of kids who are, like they're reading like of mice and men and shit like that and like even up until them finishing the book and like watching the movie and stuff like that like she was like there were still kids raising their hand like so is this like a true story or whatever and she'd be like no guys we literally just read this book like this is this is a book and now it's a movie that sucks you know we move this out what does she teach oh no i don't know i don't remember. yeah but anyways uh yeah the high school kids are dumb so we're getting it i wanted to slam one more high school story in there Oh yeah, here's just a weird one that might, I don't know, again, it reminds me, and I always tell these stories in tandem because it feels like another mind game. I don't know what was going on here. I did not do well in English in high school. Uh, I got like a D my senior year. Um, Semi-ironic since I, since I now have a degree in English. That's actually very funny. I didn't think about that. Um... But yeah, I remember I had a teacher. Uh, can I just name drop the teacher? I give a shit. Yeah, Mr. Hanley, I think, or maybe it was Mr. Stanley. No, Fuck Mr. You, Mr. Stanley. Mr. Hanley, I think, was the one who punked me out on the John Malkovich shit. Yeah, Mr. Fuck Stanley you. was a younger guy, kind of gave me Pete Holmes energy, but much larger, like Jason Siegel size. Oh, big love guy. a Jason Siegel, Pete Holmes teacher. I'll yeah, the best. Uh, like I remember one time bumping into him in my senior year, but he only taught junior. And we were just in the the library, and he was just, we were just talking about like podcasts we listen to while we we jog, you know, mm-hmm. cool guy. Anyways, did very bad in his class, and I remember I like missed an assignment or something like that, and I like emailed him, like about it to try to like grease the wheel, you know, and you know, like any kind of weird nerdy kid who's like I want to be a screenwriter, like I just had that like you know kind of like wily like self deprecating kind of like. You know, hey, you know, what do you think you could cut me some slice? Uh, you know, like, let me off slice easy. Slice off some slack for me. <laughs> slice off some slack for me. Um, I was trying to be, like, kind of meek about it. Like, hey, why don't you? But, like, also charming. And legitimately, in front of the whole class the next day in school, was like, Chris, look how good this stuff is. I mean, I just love this. I'm eating up, like, the stream of consciousness. Like, on the projector. And, like, talking about how, like, like look at how good this is and stuff like that to, like, everybody and stuff. And, like, showing it to people and being like... And I remember him saying something to the degree of, like, where's more? I want more of this. Like, where's this? You know, that kind of a thing. And it, like, really did make me feel good. Yeah. But also, like I said, it was, like, an eyebrow-raising thing where I was like, why in front of the whole class, though? Yeah, that's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I did pretty all right in English, if I remember. We're going to cut a lot of this. This is just me and you being friends and having conversations about high school. Um... (laughs) I did pretty well in English, and I had a pretty dope English teacher named Mr. Booms. Very, very handsome man. Nice. Um, and was a drummer in a punk rock band. Nice. Um, and he was married to my fifth grade teacher, uh, which is cool. Also just crazy hot. Um, bleep, cut, cut all that out. Um, when I talk about how hot this couple that raised me was. Um <laughs> And like, oh god, Chris, he was so cool. Like, I would, uh, we'd have a, like a thing, like we had a, we'd have writing assignments every day, and so you had a journal that you would keep in his classroom, and you'd write your shit down for the day, and then you'd go put it back in the bin where it went, and he'd grade them all and put them back the next day. 
and I'm, you know, a young kid in school, so I'm drawing, like, band logos on the back of my uh, notebooks, and, like, I'd get it back the next day, and I'd look at it, and in the red pen that he, like, graded my assignment with, he drew more band logos on the back of my notebook, and I'm like, fuck, this guy's so cool. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, we'd have, like, uh, writing assignments and stuff like that that'd be like, hey, just, like, shit that's like, hey, make something up and mm-hmm. write it. And it'd be like, hey, it's got to be, you know, two to three pages. And then, like, the day the rough draft is due, I'd be like, ah, Mr. Booms, I'm so sorry, but I I, 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 have, I have 15 pages. And yeah. I don't know if I'm done or I'm close to done. And I'm just, I'm not ready to turn anything in yet. And he's like, yeah. I'll just keep, keep going, bro. And it'd be like <laughs> two weeks after the, like, final draft is done. And he's like, hey, how's that going? And I'm like, oh, I got, like, all these pages. And he's like, yeah, yeah just, keep, just keep going, bro. <laughs> That's really cute. Um... What would you give without a paddle? <laughs> Out of 10, if you could. Out of 10, or am I grading it? Give it a grade. I always mix the two up. I give it a... A Z. A Z. <laughs> For so cool. For I'm asleep. Uh, I think a D is too mean. Yeah. But also, I don't know what... Fitting, I think. Yeah, I'm going to give it a D. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a D. Yeah. But there could be some things that you can enjoy in the D category. Listen, we haven't said it out loud, but we're trying very hard to get Matthew Lillard on our podcast that 30 people listen to. Yeah, it would really blow me away. That would really... So I don't want to say anything bad about any of the movie season, but... What a treat he is in this film. We've pretty much just said bad things about everything except for Scream. Seems like the coolest guy. Absolutely. He's... uh... Here, we'll make it up on the back end. We are always saying it. Uh, well, let's watch Hackers. That's another movie best. he's considered to be in that's good. Um, yeah. And he's in doing big season three. We like that. Yeah. Uh, one of us loves that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's me. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to pull up his IMDb real quick. Okay. Going to be a lot of Scooby-Doo. Do you know where Matthew Lillard is from? No. Chris, Matthew Lillard was born in Lansing, Michigan. Really? Yeah. No way. That's so, insane. We could ask him to come next time he's visiting family. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking stoked about that. You know what I just thought of? Huh. I do you remember Nick Gass, Games and Sports? Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, like, extra, I think you met a man was named Nick Gass. No. Uh, yeah. like the extra Nickelodeon channel. Yeah. I remember watching that just like super late at night and like an old like skateboarding show came on. Okay. There was like a Nickelodeon show, I believe, about just skating. And there was like, hey, check out Johnny Hussoy doing this sick trick. And the host of it was like a 14-year-old Matthew Lillard, if no I remember way. it correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so much Scooby-Doo on here. I thought it would give me just like a quick, like, hey, here's the, the top of the pops. But uh, he's in Scream. Did you know that? No. That's really interesting. He's in Scream 2 as Guy at Party. He's an SLC punk. Um, that was meant a lot to me as a kid, but I don't think it holds up as much. I've never seen it. Yeah. He plays a guy named Snake Eater in Triangle Square. Don't know what that is. Guarantee it's about video games. Yeah. Um, he's in 13 Ghosts, as we know. We do know that, yeah. He's in Looney Tunes Back in Action. Um, without a pedal, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> This isn't this bit isn't going as good as I thought it would. Chris, I'm being honest. I kind of forgot we were doing a podcast. 
<laughs> kind of just his, his sitting here hanging out talking to you. That's all right. I think, all things considered, that might be that mattress, man. If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...